Hello, good morning. Today I'd like to share with you from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 17, verses 5 to 10. The apostle said to the Lord, Increase our faith. The Lord replied, If you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would say to your slave who has just come in from plowing or tending sheep in the field, Come here at once and take your place at the table? Would you not rather say to him, Prepare supper for me, put on your apron and serve me while I eat and drink, later you may eat and drink? Do you thank the slave for doing what was commanded? So you also, when you have done all that you were ordered to do, say, We are wordless slaves. We have done only what we ought to have done. This is one of the verses that I always liked, verse number 6. It's a verse that releases, radiates hope, that gives encouragement. At the same time, it is frustrating in moments of desperation, because we have tried to solve our problems, and many times we have not known how to deal with faith, to have faith, the kind of faith that Jesus speaks of, this kind of faith he offers to his own disciples and also to us today and here. Many affirm that such faith has to do with the growth process that you cannot have faith from overnight. In part is true, but only in part. Why do miracles sometimes happen? Why are our very prayers sometimes answered right away? Because we have used such faith correctly. Many times desperation moves us to use faith correctly, perhaps without realizing it. Many people know that faith moves mountains, but few know how to activate faith, how to cultivate it, and how to use that faith in everyday life. However, the great miracle of the faith, Jesus tells his disciples, goes beyond any of our achievements. Everything must be only for the glory of God. Our goal in life should be to please and glorify God. God gives us the possibility to live in life with blessings, but that will be God's achievement, not ours. That is the difference between so many modern currents, call it the New Age, that are teaching that the human being can reach their fullness by themselves only with faith in themselves and knowing the laws of attraction and energies of the universe. Faith is a gift from God. It's one more universal law created by God for our benefit. But above all things, it exists to exalt Him, contrary to modern currents and also ancient ones that only seek to exalt achievements of the human being. Today, I'd like us to reflect on the power of faith because we need it. A few sermons ago, I was preaching on praying and I mentioned the Lord's Prayer. I said that if we only pray the Lord's Prayer with faith, it might be enough. And why? Well, if we would have faith in each of the words expressed in the Lord's Prayer, that same faith would grant us all the things that we need for our lives that are contained in those words. Faith acts in the same way in each of our prayers. What is faith? According to the Bible, to Hebrew chapter 
Hebrews chapter 11. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Faith is the certainty of knowing that something is going to happen according to what we are expecting. That is, if we pray and hope with confidence, something like this will happen. In the same way, if we worry and think negatively about something, it also happens. For our thoughts are also like a continual, constant prayer. There are many people who pray a lot, but have no faith for the rest of the day. How is this? Two types of faith must be distinguished. One is the faith we have in God. We believe in God, the Almighty Father. We believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son. We believe in God. There are many people who believe that way. But when they pray, they don't believe that God answers prayers. When they pray, if they pray, they don't believe that God is present. There, the kind of faith of which Jesus speaks to achieve things in life doesn't exist. That is why Jesus says, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, I mean, you don't need a lot of faith. If only we had that little bit of faith just for our personal prayers, God could already answer. When God doesn't answer, it's because there is no faith. Some say that God doesn't answer because it's not his will. It's partly true, God can give us something other, what we ask for, which will be much better, but never worse. Many people use this excuse of the will of God to explain why God doesn't answer them, when in fact, that is not the reason, but simply the lack of faith. Let us remember that God's will is everything that is good and acceptable and perfect, according to Romans chapter 12. God wants us what is good for us, and that we also do what is good. That is the will of God. If what we ask for is good, He will give it. If sometimes we have doubts as to whether what we ask for is good, in addition to including our own motives to prayer for prayer, we should say, Your will be done. That means that God will give us what we ask for, and if not, something even better. I think that more or less all believers understand this. But now comes a very important question. How to have faith, to keep faith, not to lose faith? I have two very important and practical tips I'd like to share with you today that I have learned throughout my life of faith. First of all, you have to have faith. Second, trust. When we pray, we have to believe that we are talking to God, that God is there. That when we close our eyes and join our hands and are in a special place where we dedicate to pray, it's Jesus himself, the Son of God, who is listening to us. That is faith. Not everyone has that faith. Only believers can have that faith. And trust. And here comes something challenging for believers. Trust is keeping faith until prayer is answered. How do we keep that faith? In two ways. Through our thoughts and words. Through our mood. There are many believers who, when they finish praying, their first thought is, well, I don't know if God is going to answer me. Or they continue to worry, thinking the worst. Worrying is also negative prayer 
and also receives what we have been thinking about. Fear is the opposite of faith. Or when they talk to others and others ask, how are you doing? Bad, from bad to worse. I don't know how all this will end for me. They start talking to others negatively. They don't believe their own prayer. And we don't want to deny the problems and the sufferings in life, but neither do we want to deny the faith. We can say instead, I have such a problem, but I'm praying and I'm trusting that God will give me a solution. That is not only trust, but also testimony of our faith towards others. How to defeat fear and lack of confidence and worry? Changing our mood. Yes, just like that, starting to feel good, to feel happy, knowing that the answer to our prayer is on the way, leaning on the arms of Jesus, trusting as the that hymn states, living our life in the hands of God. When we change our mood and feel better, feel good, we are showing our trust to God. You'll say, but how can I feel good just like that? That would be fake. Yes, it might seem fake at first, but it's the only way to gain confidence. Although in reality it's not fake, because we want to feel good and happy because our life is grounded on God's care. You have to change your emotions, your feelings. That gives confidence and faith. I call this the clown technique. Just like one actor who plays a clown in a circus, for instance, they have to start the performance, whether they like it or not, whether they have had problems or negative experiences or not, on that day, they must go out into the arena and be happy and laughing. So we too must put that face and face the day we have to leave. Could you do it? I think so. It says the old proverb, you have to look on the bright side or another put the brave face. But do you know what the consequences of this action is? It's that changing from negative to positive feelings, your mood changes miraculously, without even realizing it, and logically your thoughts change automatically. It's impossible to think negatively if we feel good. If we feel good, we can keep our faith. Feeling good is something that we can change, even when our thoughts are very difficult to change. By automatically changing our mood, our thoughts will change, and we help our faith to change and grow stronger. May God allow us to believe and exercise our trust to enjoy God's law of believe and you shall receive. Amen. I wish you a wonderful week. Thank you.